He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. <laughs> That's how it rolls, man. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group, also by Mortgage Tree Lending. You need somebody skilled in your corner, and that financing skilled somebody is Kevin. Call him at 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. Get the professional to get the most money out of your property. Call him at 480-498-8000. Clear title, Shannon Deutsch. She is the best. Call her at 480 278 70 and of course DougHopkins.com, the fastest way to sell your house go online put in your address you're giving it a cash offer just like that or call them at 1-800-SELL-NOW we're all done with the important parts all that sponsorship stuff yes. whoa 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 <laughs> important this is this is big stuff man dude it these is are the people that pay the bills it is big time in the valley right now oh man. my god big what? big time baby Boy, what, what a game right dude uh, we got the phillies Were you coming screaming? up uh, yeah. it was insane my voice Monday. is hoarse still dude <laughs> I, so I, I one of the best things i've ever done i think is uh, i i wound up buying a suite to go over to the the game uh the other night uh to watch the d-backs uh clinch it all and uh, it comes with eighteen tickets, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and and bring a bring a bunch of people with me, and and uh, got to enjoy uh, an, an unbelievable game, record-setting, historic night, four home runs in one inning. Um, I I lost my voice. I was going. I was jumping up and down like a little kid. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was I have an awesome cool. video of that. By the way, did you see that, Chris, on my <laughs> no. social? Dude, yeah, I, I, you know that. what? I, I've just been in the in the zone. But no, man. I, I had a jumping thing on my story. Doug reposted it, and I said, "When Doug gets a deal," and it had him like jumping like a little boy at Christmas. Like, nah! you could see him like arm. Fist pumped in the air. Yeah, wow, that man. was like accidental. You were just videotaping, literally like, just videotaping. And I just jumped into the picture. I had no idea what was going on, and and uh, yeah, I got about three inches of air there. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Kevin dug. McKern. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Kevin McKernan, he uh, commented on it, and he Did said, it? "That's the highest I've ever seen Doug jump." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good guy, good guy, oh, man, dude! I, I actually was... watched it. You guys got me so pumped up about this. Oh, baseball, so awesome, yeah. so awesome. Well, Baseball is insane. It was incredible. And he, yeah. he fouled that one off and then came right back the next one and tanked it all. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, that was amazing. That I actually was, was into it. It was insane. It was insane. It was cool. We had uh, we, we had uh, 18 people in the suite and then people coming in and out. Uh, the 72 soul people uh, had the three suites, uh, suites next to me. And uh, Greg Haig came in and I uh, got to talk with him for, for a bit and uh, a bunch of their people. In fact, there's, uh, there's a lot of cool agents over there that I known and, and worked with over the past they they uh sent me a lot of leads and whatnot so uh it was cool to uh cool to see them and and uh yeah we had a we had a really good time yeah it was a blast it was so cool to see chase field packed to the gills and you know what was great even greater about it it was at least 85 percent 
Diamondbacks fans. Normally, when you go yeah. to a game, it's a Dodgers thing. You got you know it. It could be fifty fifty. You go to a Dodger yeah. game, Dodgers, you know, pre uh, mid season game or whatever. It could be 50 percent Dodgers fans. But this this was different. This was special. This was mostly Diamondbacks fans. Um, there was there was still some blue in there, you know, for sure. But but but, but they, not like before. Not no. like before. No, it was great to see the the Diamondbacks fans come out in force and and not sell their tickets to Dodgers fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, to come out and see history and and see the D backs clinch it and then jump in the pool afterwards and <laughs> the the D backs uh, the, the the security at Chase Field tried to kick us out of our suites. Yeah, we wanted I, to watch it. I'm like, no, I'm not having that. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna stay and watch this. <laughs> we spent some money. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. watch them. I celebrate. spent a lot of money yeah. into this suite. We're gonna sit there and watch them yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. You just you just wait a while. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. One of the best uh, pictures was with uh, your buddy Brett, our only diamond, our only Dodger fan in the yes. whole thing. One of 18. Yep. One of 18. Well, he went to high school with you, so he gets a pass. Yes. But, but he was drying his tears with the Diamondbacks towel. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> At the end of the game. You got to yeah. get a picture of that. Oh, I did. Oh, I'll good, send good, that man. out. Yeah, he was, you know, and all he was doing is mumbling under his breath, and we won all these games. What the hell? And he was very upset. For the second year in a row, they did the same thing last year. To the, They lost to the Padres, who yep. only had 80-something wins as well. So we got our, our, uh, our job cut out for us uh, going against the Phillies, and it's going to be a madhouse over there. In, in, on Monday and Tuesday for the Phillies games, but uh, I got sweets for next uh, next thir- Friday and Saturday, so we'll see what Look happens then. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got to tell you, man, this is a, everybody's going to rally around this, and that's kind of the new thing. I, I, if these guys can take this, nobody thought they could do this. Right. Everybody thought this was a rebuilding year, and and yep. for them to go this far, do they not know that they're not supposed to do this? <laughs> That's, is that that's how come the they're going to win or what? Yeah, this, is, this is great for the Valley. It's great for Valley sports fans. You know, we've been so starved for, you know, we haven't had a championship in any of the four sports, uh, you know, since 2001 when the D-backs won it, uh, unless you count like WNBA stuff or whatever. Or Rattlers like, football, or Rattler. man. Come Rattlers, on. Yeah. They're like four-time <laughs> champions. Well, the, the four, the big four, though. You're yeah. right. I'm just yeah. joking. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep it at that. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but. We'll, we'll 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 see. I, I you know I I don't expect them to go all the way, but but uh, I think they're going to put up a fight, you know, yeah. against Philly, and I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a good series. And and if they keep on playing ball the way they are, I think they're 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 starting pitching. They have two great starters, and then. Uh, hope and pray. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're on the lineup, are they? Yeah, you know, but but you know, two thousand one. Look, they had two great starters, and then hope and pray as well. And they won it, so won it all. So um, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to the uh, Cardinals uh, Rams game tomorrow. In that's uh, right, you're going to L.A. I'm right? Going to L.A. tonight. Yeah, and I'm going to the game tomorrow morning. So I'm so you go to that. the games in L.A., but you won't go to the games on the West Side. <laughs> um, it's quicker for me to get to L.A. on a plane than it is to get to Glendale from from my house. So. I, I, have to go, I have to travel home. to go to Cardinals games because it's so far away. And so <laughs> far, yeah, it doesn't even matter. So, but you, you, I just get a, uh, a place at the LAX. It's only like ten minutes away from LAX, the stadium. So it'll be it'll be easy to get to. Well, I don't know if you noticed, I uh, turned Irish because I went yeah, to Ireland, dude. What happened? Yeah. Were you kissing Blarney stones and stuff, or what? I actually did that. Only did I didn't kiss it because they say the locals pee on it. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so I pretended to kiss it for the whole, you know, the tourist picture. thing. Yeah. But um <laughs> but funny enough. Can we take I, that out of the radio, <laughs> please? No, that's the deal. Kevin, you need to go back. <laughs> no, they they actually warned me. They said really don't kiss it because they 
Were you because you locals. were partying with the locals, weren't you? I, I did actually. I partied with the locals. I actually was in Key West first for a wedding, uh-huh. and they have a bar called uh, Irish Kevin. <laughs> so of course, I bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, they <laughs> they you, got me for a good three hundred dollars. Are you Irish shirts. Kevin? I am now. Yeah. No. No. Yep. Yep. No. When I once I came back. I became Irish. It's they, green they, beer in the whole night. Huh? They adopted me. Yeah, no, the Guinness beer over there is amazing. Like Doug, it's you different. It is completely different. different. Is it heavier? Is like like more. It's potent? just got a a, a better taste. It's yes. it's, um, it's like Heineken was when I went to the Netherlands. Yeah, the Heineken a, was the best beer I ever had. When I I can't stand it here. So it it tastes like skunk. You know, maybe they put something in it to preserve it because you know the the actual uh, Guinness is in Dublin. So. They make it right there. So just, I don't know if the word's fresh, but it's, and the way they pour it, they know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was much You have better. to pour it a certain way. I heard out there yes. or they'll, they'll take, they won't even sell it to you. Yeah. They throw it out. Yeah. If, if they wait too long, they got to pour it, wait for a while and then finish it. But if they waited too long, they'll throw it out, redo it. Yeah. Uh, it does take a while to get your beer sometimes, but that's okay. It was awesome. Well, yeah. So my question is, does the beer just still smell like cat piss over there too? Or <laughs> Well, this <laughs> coming from a guy who's never had a never beer had before. A beer. Okay. It's true. It smells horrible. <laughs> I, I have gotten beer spilled on me at multiple like sporting events, and every time I'm like, this is the worst. Like, why would I drink this? Like, I can understand, like, a wine. Like, it would be cool, like, a nice dinner. Like, I can see, like, the appeal of a wine yeah. to me. But, like, just, like, a dirty cat piss beer spilled on like hard pass man well hard you pass. know the, the difference between like Coors Light and Guinness is night and day right I mean Guinness so you're is, saying one is like cat piss there yes oh, oh there is definitely. okay I mean, which listen. one Kevin because now I'm well now I'm concerned well, for you. well listen <laughs> if you remember Doug back when we were in high school not that we drank but <laughs> it tasted horrible when we first had it the first beer I ever had was on a rooftop in London uh in London England uh, right outside of London, a little place called Ipswich. I went out there. I was 14 years old, and we found a uh, a, a warm Heineken, <laughs> and I drank it on oh. the top of a rooftop in in uh, Ipswich, England, and it was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "I need more of this." Exactly. I would buy six packs just to be cool in high school. I had a fake ID. Yeah. I think the time of statute of limitations is is over for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so uh, and and I would buy a six pack just to be cool and walk around with a six pack. I'd take like the first two sips out of it and then go into the bathroom and throw, throw it, it down out. the toilet because <laughs> it was, it's it was so, so bad. So. Apparently, I, I acquired a really good taste for it because <laughs> it if, so, if, if I threw away a beer like that now, I'd have to slap myself in the face because right. I would never do that again. Right. Uh, and and I was surprised at that it, in Ireland. It was cold beer i heard that in a lot of yeah. places in europe it, they, they'll do it warm it was warm but yeah. no, it, was, it was warm when i went but i was i was 14 when i was 14 they allowed you to go in the pubs and stuff too you oh, could yeah. even order i was i mean this was the 80s so uh you know I, the I would stuff imagine we could probably, get away with in the 80s now, but uh, <laughs> i think if you're with your parents they allow it beer and wine there but yeah, I, I don't know. For all. real? I yeah. just remember fa- seeing somebody fall down and being like, oh, I probably shouldn't drink ever again. <laughs> yeah, and, then, yeah, and then you got over that, right? Yeah, I got over that. <laughs> yeah, I turned 21 and everything changed. <laughs> yes, yes, 21. But so to your point, uh, I understand that you think it tastes like that and it takes a while. It sure smells like that. 
Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> anyway, Tim, I'm glad your trip was awesome. I'm glad that you didn't piss the urine rock yes. or kiss the, the <laughs> urine rock. Glad to have you back, even though you smell like urine a little bit. <laughs> All right. We'll be back to real oh, estate Dylan. and commissions. They might be going away for buyer agents. We'll talk about that coming up next with the Doug Hopkins Real Estate Radio Show. Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. I'm Doug Hopkins with my home group and DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house and want the convenience of a guaranteed cash offer, I'd be honored if you gave us a try. I've been working in Valley Real Estate for 25 years and have purchased over 18,000 homes during that time. DougHopkins.com offers you peace of mind while selling your house. Since I'm paying you cash, there are no banks involved, no closing costs, no expensive real estate commissions, and you can sell your house in as-is condition with no repairs. I take care of everything. DougHopkins.com will give you an honest cash offer for your house. We'll put it in writing and we'll guarantee it. We're not going to bait and switch you by offering a high amount contingent upon inspections. Then down the road, come back and try to renegotiate to a lower price. The price I offer the first time is the price I'll pay and I'll guarantee it with a $5,000 non-refundable security deposit. It's as simple as that. Just go to DougHopkins.com for your free no-obligation cash offer 24 hours a day or call 1-800-SELL-NOW. That's 1-800-SELL-NOW. My Home Group is proud to announce a new partnership with the Doug Hopkins team and DougHopkins.com. Locally owned since 2005, Chaparral High School graduates Mark Hutchins and Jeremy Clevin have grown My Home Group to almost 20% of the local market share. With the power of DougHopkins.com, the countless years of experience and knowledge, along with the integrity of Doug Hopkins' team and over 30 offices here in Arizona, My Home Group has become the place for real estate agents to get business done. My Home Group's created a low-cost maximum value model and fee structure, giving Arizona real estate agents the best chance to run and grow your business. My Home Group has more top 100 agent teams than any other broker in the state. With real support, training, and collaboration, 70% of My Home Group agents close at least one deal a month. My Home Group did over $8 billion in production and over 21,000 transactions in 2021. Call us now at 480-685-2760. That's 480-685-2760 or go to myhomegroup.com. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by the good folks at My Home Group. Also by Mortgage Tree Lending, you need a skilled professional. That skilled professional is Kevin. Call him at 480-560-5555. And Dylan Martin. <laughs> Call him at 480-498-8000 and DougHopkins.com. That's the fast, easy way to sell your house. Just go online, put in your address. You're going to need a cash offer just like that. Or you can always call him at 1-800-SELL-NOW. That's it. Easy number to remember, 1-800-SELL-NOW. Those Man, vanity numbers are cool. I just had a unbelievably allergy outbreak. Yeah, dude, you were like almost tearing yeah. up and everything. Oh, man, my nose is running, my sneezing like crazy. The, the change of the seasons does it to me every time. This, you know, October, change of seasons, starting to get a little cooler. Um, you know, it uh, it does it to me every time. I, I was sneezing. I probably sneezed like 13 times in a row. When you were yeah, walking yeah, out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Nose is running and everything, so I got my, my handy-dandy paper towels here ready for it <laughs> in ready? case it happens uh, again. But, uh, yeah, that was insane. Also, 
talking about changing of the seasons. Uh-huh. Um, it's changing of the the real estate seasons as well. You uh, know, the, the the last quarter of the year, um, <clears throat> you know, things start to, to to change a little bit in real estate, and we're seeing a, a, a huge uptick in. Uh, inventory in inventory and uh not as many showings and even less sales uh than than normal uh and and that's last that that, that has happened over the last couple of months um our sales are, have been down showings have been down uh inventory going up it's it's just going in 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 the, the wrong direction again for uh good for buyers because you have a lot more inventory to choose from yeah uh bad for sellers that are expecting um to be able to get another higher house prices quicker. or, yeah. or um, expecting a bunch of showings and to sell their house faster. Um, and what I've seen is, um, you know, there, I've talked about this on the show so many times. There's a <laughs> lot of um, investors in the space or so-called investors, should yeah. I say. And um, they, they'll get houses under contract. Dylan and I just had one um, that, that we listed over in Tempe and you get, you know, four offers on it in the in the in the same day um, because it's underpriced because of the condition of the home. Yeah, and um, you got these these people that come out and they, they put uh, an offer on your home and then do an inspection period and then the last day of the inspection period cancel because they're putting their house you know the houses out uh, trying to sell it to real cash buyers like myself and um, sellers are 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 doing this as well. There's People that call, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that do PP, PPC ads, which pay-per-click ads on the on the internet, or they have, um, you know, cold callers that are calling you up or text messaging, you know, I want to buy your house. Yeah, get those all the time. Constantly. It's so annoying. Well, a lot of those places aren't even in town. They're they're um, uh, national companies that are calling, you know, have, have call a bunch of, of callers, and all they're doing is a numbers game. They're calling, you know, thousands of people, thousands of homeowners, um, and you know, and trying to get you to, you know, get get your house under under uh, under contract. And when they do, they're not buying it themselves. So what they're doing is they're 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 putting it out to a buyers list, and um, they have a list of all the buyers that are are buying cash properties, investors in the in the area. You can buy that information. You can purchase that information of people who have used um, that are buying houses to flip them. And um, this is a thing a lot of people don't understand is that they are not really buying your property. They are trying to wholesale your property, which means they're trying to sell it for ten, twenty thousand dollars above the sales price to an actual cash buyer like myself. And if they don't sell that, either they will not close escrow, um, and they will, and, and most of the time they haven't even put up earnest money, um, or they will renegotiate the sales price. Um, literally the, the day before the contract's supposed to close when people have already made their arrangements to move. I had this exact same thing happen to me this week and it drives me bonkers. So I was at a, I got a call from a seller and, um, they wanted me to come out and I'm like, huh, this was, this was last Thursday. And, um, I'm like, I, I, I said, I, that address sounds familiar. So I went and looked up the address on my emails, and and I'm on everybody's email list because um, I'm a cash buyer. I'm all over. Yeah. They, a lot of these sellers pay for the email list. So I get the um, I get out my email and I and I type in the address, and sure as heck, about six different companies put out this address. So I call the lady and I said, "Hello, 
Um, I said, I just want to let, let you know that somebody is already putting out your house for sale. Did you sign a contract with somebody else? And she said, yes, I did, but they did not, uh, they're not performing. And so I said, okay, well, how much did you sell the house for? And she said, 300,000. And I said, well, I can see why it's not selling then. Cause you know, they're trying to sell this for 310 to $320,000. And the house is worth about three sixty to three seventy. Um, and I looked at the pictures and I said it needs a full full remodel. Yeah, and she's that's... like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, yeah, that's about seventy thousand right there. So there's no possible way to buy your house at three hundred thousand dollars for an investment and make any money. In fact, I would lose you know tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And she said, yep, I I understand that. But, you know, I'm trying to get the best I can, and, and that's what she—that's what they said they would do. And I said, well, it's not a real offer because it, they just won't do it. She goes, well, now he says he can do it at 270 Oh, said, my God. I said, even at 270 I go, listen to what we're doing. I said, did you call, call the title company? How much money did they put up? She put, they put up $500 in, in earnest money. I said, well, did you call the title company and get that $500 back since they're not performing today? She goes, yeah, but the title company said they gave it, gave it back. And I said, that's not right. Yeah. There's, there's no way that's right. So I called up the title company. I talked with the, the, uh, the escrow agent over there. And she's like, well, yeah, they, they had sold it to somebody else, and then it fell out of escrow because um, the, the guy decided not to buy it. And so they refunded the guy's $500 back. And I said, well, that's not a, a party of the transaction. Yeah. The party of the transaction, the contract says $500 from the seller yeah. to the buyer or, or to the from the buyer to the seller. It has nothing to do with the, the guy they wholesale it to. She goes, well, we, we made that decision and gave it gave it to them. I said, so How even though the contract that? states yeah. that, so I got into it with the escrow agent who is, you know, uh, has a relationship with the, with the buyer um, because they're not, they're supposed to be a, uh, yeah, not third party, a third disinterested, party, yep, yep. A third party and, and they're not sticking up for the, for the seller at all. And so I got into it with her pretty good. And I said, you're, what you're doing is wrong. And I go, and I wouldn't even use these people anymore because they're screwing people. Right. And so anyway, I went over to that house and, um, she had an offer for a little bit higher from somebody else, but because I told her everything that was going on and showed her and I called up the title company and, and, and did all that for her, she's like, I know that it's going to be sold through you. I trust you. And she wound up uh, signing with me, uh, even though she had another offer for $4,000 more than my offer. Um, but again, they were not licensed. Um, and there was no non-refundable earnest money. Right. There was no anything. I'm like, if I buy this. It is a done deal. Like mm-hmm. you don't have, you won't not have to worry about what you just went through. She was all packed up, ready to go. It was her oh, closing geez. date. It and was her closing. And she date. didn't even get the money back. That's re- nothing. Did you end up talking to the manager of that title company? I, I have his name and number, oh, and yeah, uh, he did call me back. Uh, he called me back last night, so he will be on my list to call before I go to LA today. <laughs> oh man! So, but because what he did was absolutely one hundred percent wrong, yeah. and and. Uh, and you know they they don't think because you know these these people aren't represented by anybody and they're just right. sitting there and they're they're getting steamrolled by these these sharks in the industry that don't care about their reputation because they're nobody, right. you know they put a pay per click on and have some generic ad of uh, 
we buy uh, houses fast or, yeah. or we sell, we, we buy houses cash or, you know, all these, these generic name companies that don't have any advertising. They just, they have their cl- clickbait stuff and get people to call or they, they're just calling people or text messaging them. We don't do any of that, by the no. way. If you get a call from anybody that's saying they're, um, they're Doug Hopkins, that's only because we, we are inbound only. We will only call you if you've reached out to us. We are not going to text you. You'll never get a yeah, text you, message. You've had us. that problem too. People saying they work for you. People and they don't. say they, they they all the time. We just had it last week. Last week, I literally had to, had to put a cease and desist on somebody advertising our name, advertising wow. that that they're us, so that they can buy houses using our good name to try to try to go and, and screw people. And it's it's unbelievable to me. I, mean, I had to get a lawyer to to, to to go after them, and they took it down. But it, it's it's incredible how many sharks and snakes there are in this business, and it drives me bonkers. Yeah, because then they have a bad experience or something and wrong. It the whole we had thing. that. We had we literally had a couple where they thought that they were using Doug Hopkins, and and they said, oh, they they uh, that they bought a house. They put a, they put a review. It's still on there. You can go on to Google reviews and see it. It's a husband and wife saying that uh, they went on to our to our site we did, uh, we bought the house and we we didn't and we only put up a thousand dollars earnest money and they, and they didn't even get that and uh, and we didn't close and I'm like ma'am I, I put it on both I'm like this was not us first of all we only do five thousand dollar earnest money or more yeah. yeah or more exactly and you know it just wasn't us and we have a really good CRM we know everybody that's called in. And it was not us. It was not us. Somebody and advertised on the internet. Somebody asked that, that wow. Doug buys houses.com and it's oh. not me. Oh, and they advertise under my name. Yes. Man, that would make yes. me so mad. Coming back more to the Doug Hopkins Flipping Real Estate Show right here on KTAR. 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Did Doug t- take off to get a good cry? His eyes were yeah, watering up pretty soon. Yeah, I think he's, uh, <laughs> he's sneezing out in the hallway still. <laughs> the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group, also by Mortgage Tree Lending. Kevin is your skilled financing professional, and you can hit him up at 480-560-555. And, of course, DougHopkins.com. Fast, easy way to sell your house. Go online, put in your address. You're going to get a cash offer just like that. All right. I talked about this a little uh, last first segment. This is kind of crazy. No more buyer commissions. Have you guys heard about this? Yeah, I heard about it. I think uh, it just needs to be clarified a little bit. We talked about this earlier. So basically, if the you know if you have a realtor and they're listing your house, they're representing you. Yes. And so what what. What well, so this is the deal. Let me break it down. Some of the biggest real estate uh, brands are opening up for real estate agents to take themselves out of the National Association of Realtors because they got into a big giant lawsuit, right? So Remax and Anywhere Real Estate were sued by one of the plaintiffs. And the plaintiff basically said that you guys, when you come and tell me that I have to put a, a commission for the buyer's broker, you're not doing your due diligence, which is to protect me solely, like right. that's the whole thing is that you're, you're there for me. Uh, if the other guy doesn't have a real estate agent or protection or whatever, that's on him, but you work for me. Right. And they're saying that for you to tell me that I, uh, the, the seller that I have to put together a commission for the buyer's people, that that's kind of over and above and that that's not necessarily you protecting me. Right. And, and so, you know, 
obviously that sounds like, oh my gosh, why are they doing that? Now that's been common and uh, standard practice for, for what, uh, yeah, I like, mean, ever, basically. Yeah, forever. And so basically you're saying, look, I'm going to get 3% to sell your house, but we're also going to say we'll pay 3% or something close yeah. to that. And now they're saying, well, you, you shouldn't put that in the contract. Or, Correct. Or no, the sellers what they're need saying to is that you've got to negotiate it now. Yeah. And so that it's not something that's just like stamped. That's the way it is. Yeah. And it, what the interesting part about it is, though, is they got hammered, man. This lawsuit, yeah. it, it crunched them. They said that, uh, what is he, $83.5 million and $55 million settlements. I mean, that's huge. That's big money. How, how come only a few of them got hit? How come not all the... Well, the, I think that that was the people that got sued originally, and I think that this is going to work its way through the rest of the whole industry. I think that wow. the real estate agent, buyer, broker, commission thing is going to be going away, or that it's going to be changed dramatically. Right, right. So, so basically, the sellers are the ones that are going to decide. Hey, if I want to give any commission or whatever pers- commission is to the buyer broker, and I think that it's, you know you have a really good argument. You go look, okay, seller. Here's the deal: if I come in and I try to get you to sell the house to a buyer, the buyer c- person that's the agent, he's got to drive around the whole city, maybe see like twenty five, thirty houses, right, over the course of the time. Right. I have this one house. If I want you to have your real estate agent see it, am I going to want to put nothing or very little amount out for the commission? Correct. Yeah. Because even though real estate agents aren't supposed to, you know, go by that, they will. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just inherently something that you would do. I mean, if you've got like a $500 uh, a commission off of one house and you're looking at a $15,000 commission on another. You're going to show the $15,000. Every time. Yeah. And it's going to go through that way. And nobody realizes that they're actually putting into a really kind of weird system that's going to start changing how this whole thing works. How's that going to affect you, Dylan? It's not going to affect me. Because you're, you're usually representing the sellers, right? Yeah. So first and foremost, and I'm going to educate my sellers and say, hey, you know the reason why you're not going to do it for sale by owner? Is because uh, here's the bit. I'm going to do the FISBO pitch. Uh-huh. Ready? So people say, you know what? I'm going to sell my house myself. Sure. I don't want to pay any commissions. Okay. Say, okay. So I want you to imagine that I have a buyer that could buy your home. Uh-huh. And there's three houses in your neighborhood. Two of them are offering a commission for me to bring my buyer, and yours is not. Do I, as the agent, show your house? The no. answer is no. Well, it, it, legally, <laughs> legally, yes, you're supposed to, quote unquote. And and, and I just, Dylan's like, I no. know, well, dude, but I, I, so I, they're I, not going to show it. And reality. I'm not saying I'm not saying me. I'm saying agent. Yeah. Like these agents work their butt off. Mm-hmm. They have to feed their family and they're running around and if, for days and they're weeks, not going to buy the fizzbos no, they no. just don't like data supports it okay so and so that's the whole pitch is like hey you're going to pay a, so you're going to pay a buyer's agent's commission no matter what right you have to so you really you're just trying to save the commission for a listing agent and is it really worth your liability? Is it really worth your time? Do you really understand all the paperwork? Do you really have the huge marketing portfolio and team on the back end and everything? No, you don't. It's really not worth your time. I got right? a sign in my yard. Yeah. So that's the <laughs> big the difference. Same, right? So yeah. with the, with this lawsuit, you know, when I'm giving my pitch and I'm talking to sellers about selling their home, I'm going to say, hey, so do you want to offer a commission for the buyer's agent or not? And they're going to say, well, what do you think? And I'm going to say, well, if you want to sell your home, you're going to offer a commission to the buyer's agent. Yeah. Right? So is it just it, another form they have to sign? I think it's just it, it with them. The issue is, is that they made it like non-negotiable Standard. and mandatory. Yeah. You have to p- pay for the buyer's agent's commission. Okay. Yeah, I think that and was a rule. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Doug's back. Hold on. What's that? It had to be at least a dollar. 
Yeah, it had okay. to be something. So you had to pay a commission, and they had a minimum of a dollar. Like it was flexible, and now they're it was gonna, flexible. You had to okay. Yeah, there's there's yeah, agents no, out there. There's that, agents out there that put it way lower than than yeah, they were doing the flat fees. They're doing all sorts of stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I truly believe we never did that because I truly believe that we were hurting our clients. And so as my clients fiduciary to sell their property as my job. I'm not going to keep more of the commission and offer less to the buyer's agent. I just don't. I would way rather have my property get more clicks, more views, more showings, more offers, mm-hmm. right? This is a numbers game. If I'm trying to hit a home run on every single property, we wouldn't have as many clients, right? And we show people that. So, Like four home runs in one it, inning? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you this, though. That it used to drive me nuts when we, we started, you know, when the, the market was really, really hot, right? Uh, yep. Going back into 2020, 2021, and we started coming back to, you know what? We're going to let the sellers get even more money, so we're going to discount the commission to 2.5% instead of 3%, which which is traditionally for the buyer's agent. And I would have agents call me up and go, we'll write a full-price offer, but you're going to have to offer 3% commission to the buyer's agent. And I'm like, don't even, don't even bother then. I'm like, don't, you're not. You're, you're you're never supposed to negotiate your own commission when you're putting. You, we have a fiduciary responsibility to our buyers, mm-hmm. you know, and and our sellers. So you have your fiduciary responsibility to your buyers. So you're telling me, as a seller's agent, that you're not going to write an offer unless we get you three percent. Go pound sand, bro. I'm I'm out. Mm-hmm. No, no. I go. You're, what you're doing is illegal. Yeah. You, you cannot. You cannot do that. You you can't have not sign a contract. Yeah, you, you, that's that's what you're doing is against the ethical code of the the real estate the real estate board. I have I've done a couple of buyer transactions in the last couple of months. One of them for my aunt and uncle in Mesa. That commission was two point two point two five percent for the buyer's agent. Didn't mm-hmm. ask. Didn't care. That's what the home that they wanted. We negotiated. We did the job. Right. Never tried to get two and a half percent or three percent. Right. Just didn't care. It's family. Same thing. I ju- we just helped uh, an out-of-state buyer. We got a referral from a buddy of mine. And it was 2.25%. I'm still doing it, mm-hmm. right? So those kind of things do happen. But you're going to get less views. That's Well, the and that's what they said is that right? now, though, they're not mandating it, especially with those two big companies taking themselves out of that mandating. Uh, so, Doug, uh, you were out. But basically, Remax and Anywhere Real Estate, they ended up settling a giant lawsuit uh, for tons and tons of dollars. Yep. So, basically, they're stopping agents from having to be part of the Association of Realtors and uh, for the buyer broker commissions. They're saying that those are now negotiable and that you're going to have to talk that out with your seller instead of having a flat fee or whatever it is. They've so, always been negotiable, honestly. Been. Mm-hmm. So, let's say um i am not I, I don't have a realtor i come to one of your listings i buy it you can't pay me a commission right because i'm buying the house you have to be a licensed agent so i'm not a licensed agent so who gets that commission does the listing agent so who's representing the buyer the listing agent would get nobody both. so the listing agent would get both. no 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 so who's writing the buyer paperwork I, so uh, you're, I, you're basically be a dual agent. Then. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the question, uh, right? Okay. Uh, whoever the the key of representation is the is the matter of focus here, right, Kevin? Because there's work that has to be done. Like you're saying, oh well, I want to buy the house. Let's, who, let's who's say I write it? up a contract with the title company and I I put in the offer. Uh, that's like a fizbo then, right? Mm-hmm. But, so but you, you have the listing. Yeah. So I would. It would be like an unrepresented. I wonder if they're armless is going to have to add that form an unrepresented buyer addendum. Yeah, I mean the the listing agent would have to be uh, very very um, careful at that point because uh, you know if there if there's no rep- well they have to be careful either way whether they're up unrepresented right. or uh, dual representation um, because uh, you know and, and 
the agent would be uh, is basically in charge of both and has to be kind of the mediator between the buyer and the seller as opposed to representing one side, which is more traditional. Right, but if I say I'm a buyer, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to have the title company write it up and, and give it to you. Now, obviously, the commission doesn't go to me. Yeah. You well, know, I, I, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I've had this happen before. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had a guy that contacted me, and he was a licensed agent somewhere else, and he said, I don't want to. I don't want an agent, but I want three percent off the purchase price. Yeah, that's yeah. usually what. what, what so there, either way, the seller's eating it, mm-hmm. right? Right. And he said, "Hey, I'm not licensed here. Mm-hmm. I just wanted off the purchase price, or we gave him concessions or something." Mm-hmm. But they still ended up paying for it. It'll yeah. be really interesting. I think. I think it will shift the market more when the market is a super hot market again, mm-hmm. right? When homes are flying off the shelves, I think you might see a lot more of this conversation. Right. But right now when homes are difficult to sell, mm-hmm. when there's a limited amount of buyers and a plethora of properties and that number's continuing to grow. And that number's growing because rates have gone up. Correct. Yep. Yeah, you're the bad guy, Kevin. No, but, no. Um, <laughs> they've actually come back down a little bit from their highs. No one believes you, Kevin. Well, look, you know, unfortunately, what happened over in Israel has created the rates going down because of the uncertainty. Yeah, that's amazing. Uncertainty makes the market and the rates go down. That's well, yeah, the, the, I'll tell you right now, we have um, we have 15 properties on the market and 15 uh, pending properties right now. The amount of showings that we've had has for sure declined. Yeah. 100%. percent seeing a, di- a different trend. Oh, my sure. goodness. Things have started to slow down. So I'm I'm calling people that are wanting to sell in December, November, and I'm saying we better get that home on the market right now. Well, we'll get into the changing market and a bunch more of the Doug Hopkins Real Estate Show. From investing to rehabbing to profiting, this is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Just know you're not I'm Doug Hopkins with my home group and DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house and want the convenience of a guaranteed cash offer, I'd be honored if you gave us a try. I've been working in Valley Real Estate for 25 years and have purchased over 18,000 homes during that time. DougHopkins.com offers you peace of mind while selling your house. Since I'm paying you cash, there are no banks involved, no closing costs, no expensive real estate commissions, and you can sell your house in as-is condition with no repairs. I take care of everything. DougHopkins.com will give you an honest cash offer for your house. We'll put it in writing and we'll guarantee it. We're not going to bait and switch you by offering a high amount contingent upon inspections. Then down the road, come back and try to renegotiate to a lower price. The price I offer the first time is the price I'll pay and I'll guarantee it with a $5,000 non-refundable security deposit. It's as simple as that. Just go to DougHopkins.com for your free no-obligation cash offer 24 hours a day or call 1-800-SELL-NOW. That's 1-800-SELL-NOW. Corporate NMLS number 1945287. Hi, it's KK from Mortgage Tree Lending. I'm excited about the new opportunities and the partnership that I have with Mortgage Tree Lending. As you know, you've heard me for many years on the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show. We talk about where the valley is on real estate, mortgage rates, and we try to make fun of Doug every once in a while. I've seen rates as high as the ceiling and some as low as the floor. But no matter what the rate looks like, I've always found that you need a skilled professional that knows the ins and outs of every deal so you can get the best service available. There are strategies we can use to dramatically affect your rate and payment that can save you hundreds of dollars a month. A lot of inexperienced loan officers out there just don't know what the best loan is for you. 
please let me and my team help you get into the loan that best suits your needs. Call me now and save. 480-560-5555. That's 480-560-5555. Mortgage Tree Lending, NMLS number 1945287. Equal housing lender. Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. The Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group, also by Mortgage Tree Lending. Call Kevin at 480-560-5555. Dylan, uh, get him at 480-498-8000. Are you over there just freezing? You're such a weenie. I Listen, I... <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to Arizona after being in Ireland. It's so different. That's crazy. I thought you were a chick because you came in with a Stanley mug. What? My wife got me this. Of course she did. It's awesome. I can feel the estrogen it, coming from your side <laughs> of the room. It fits in your cup holder. I don't believe that. What is a Stanley mug? I, you don't I, even I, know about You haven't this? had this no. craze? My wife has like four of them. Joy, I think, has 10 of them at least. What, what is it? What is it? What it's the, the, it's the thing to keep your ever. water cold because they don't believe in water bottles. And look, the way it's designed, it fits into your... It's like a Yeti. <laughs> similar, but it's a Stanley and people pay like 120, 130 bucks That's for this ridiculous. stuff. ridiculous. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it's I nuts. threw one of them out the car window I have, once. I have 10 of them in my house. People give them to me for gifts all the time. I just, I, I never use them. Yeah. <laughs> FYI, don't give Doug a Stanley for yes. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a bad gift idea, you know right? No, but this this is big and then they get the different colors. It's it's like a collector thing. So I'm like, I, I went to buy a cooler the other day. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I, I have a lot of parties at my house. And, yeah. Yeah. and so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get a, a nice cooler. And I'm like, where where do I go to buy a cooler? <laughs> Dicks. And, and, uh, or over at no, Bass. I went yeah. to the Bass Pro Big Five. There you, you know, go. Bass, I, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, let me, let me how much is this cooler over Are here? You it's a like Yeti? $500. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> For like a Yeti? We need to be making coolers, man. $500. Or, or you can get the, uh, the, the store brand one. I can't remember what that was called. Huh? That was like $350. Yeah, so you could buy a fridge. <laughs> I'm like, this is going. insane. It is. How is, that, how is that this this a thing? They have so, some cool ones that have wheels in so them. And it didn't even have wheels. That's the thing. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... So I bought I bought it like an igloo with with wheels for like I don't know seventy five bucks. There like, you yeah. go. It, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> the other one going to hold ice for well, it's fifteen like, days or something like yeah, that. You're not going. Like, camping. I, need it, I need it for twenty four hours, man. <laughs> that's yeah. It. That's it. yeah, Doug's not, not even... out in the woods. Not packing out a moose. Yeah, yeah. Five hundred dollars. Get the heck out of here. Technology, $500. man. You didn't yeah. think they'd be technologically advanced, but <laughs> that's where we're at. I'm putting the beer in it. That's all I need. <laughs> Can you hold beer the water. beer? Cat piss and water. There you oh, go. Geez. Phoenix housing market decreases in value. Says despite the ranking uh, among the most valuable housing markets in the nation, the overall value of the Phoenix market fell on an annual basis, according to Zillow. From what month to what month? Uh, it's the year. So over the last year, Phoenix housing market ranked as the twelfth most valuable in june with a total uh, dollar value of 903 billion so that number's from june from last year and then now june of this year it's now worth 883.5 billion so it's okay dropped. i bet you it's a lot less than that now, now yeah. yeah so okay so this is fun so i think that they're saying that we're down one yeah. percent in june we're obviously in october just four months later i think it would at least gone down another percent right at least so what do you what's the prediction for the end of the year you know i think it, it just so dependent on the rates what ha ends up happening you know they said they were going to raise them by the end of the year yeah now they've kind of just 
they, they haven't said anything if that they're still going to do that um, because of everything going on. But, uh, but yeah, I think that that'll determine it. If they raise the rates and rates go up more, it's just going to stop a lot of buyers from buying. It's just, just there's no it. way I couldn't afford the house I'm in now if I had to yeah, buy it again. At you the know, same rate. I, I pre-qualified somebody last year and they could buy probably five, 600,000 right now. They're at 300,000, almost half of what they could qualify before. Are the guidelines the getting more strict as well? No, I wouldn't say that. Um, th- there's certain things that they've changed or modified, but it's not always uh, negative to the buyer. I, I think they say. should open it up. I mean, if, if I was a government agency like Fannie Mae or Freddie or whatever, who are those people that do that? Well, open it up. By opening it up, what, what what do you mean by open up? Well, so, like if there were this little little roadblocks to getting you through, say uh, um, that you need to get uh, 18 months of uh, profit and loss things to get somebody that's self-employed in, if they should drop that. They should take that out and knock it down to six months. Whatever you can do to get these people to be able to buy a house. Well, if you got you're, home, you're saying some exciting <laughs> things for a yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well let, saying, me, like, let me just say this. You know, they had these guidelines in place when the crash happened. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of places went foreclosure. And they, and they got a lot of heat for that. Like, okay, you made it, you made it too easy. There were some uh, loans that we put through where the computer approved them because they had such great credit, even though their ratios, a back-end ratio was maybe 70%. Really? So how are these people affording it? Or are they getting income that you're not sure? So the bottom line is, yeah, they. you want to make sure that you're not overextending people so we don't run into that problem we did before where people can't afford it. Um, that being said, there are some little rules that that stop people from from buying that are ridiculous, and and we usually find I'm gonna say a way around it, but a way to well, make you the, you you yeah, specifically I, know how to do that stuff because you got all that skills. But your average person that you're gonna walk into, they're gonna find that roadblock, and that's gonna stop you from buying a house, and it, that shouldn't happen right now. It shouldn't. If if you're close or you want a little bit more, you know, you're not pre qualified for what you think. Um, you know, I was, uh, Doug and I actually met with, uh, some borrowers, uh, yesterday, um, and they were, they were at 300,000. We got them approved at 500 and it was just a matter of understanding, you know, PMI understanding, you know, if you put, if you pay this off, that's not very much to pay off. That's going to increase another hundred grand that you can buy in a house. So it's about just understanding the rules and, and, um, how to, you know, how to play the game, honestly, and, and what you can afford. And, and again, I would never put someone in a house where they're, um, they're they're not not going to be able to afford it. Yeah. Payments, but there's other ancillary, like, you know, we maybe not be using someone's income that's going to be living in the house. That's going to be on title. So there's a lot of other factors that go into it that maybe I can't put on the loan. Mm -hmm. So you figure ways, um, uh, ways to make it work. And that's the key. Cause a lot of times people are like, well, what's the max I can qualify for? I go, well, what, what can you afford? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some people that cannot save money <laughs> at all. And you're like, are you going to be able to handle a $3,000 payment? That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, most of the people are paying that in rent. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things where I'll sit with a, with a buyer and, and, you know, a couple and, and we'll talk about what they can afford, what they're looking for. And, you know, how to, how to best um, help their family without putting them in a situation where they're, they're not going to be able to make the payments. Yeah, because you know, that, that just crushes everybody. Yeah, it does. And uh, it doesn't make for, you know, a, a happy family when you lose your house. So, yeah. So, anyway, we push it and we'll, we'll do what we need to do to help them get into a house. But we want to make sure they can afford it. So, hopefully the rates will drop at some point. And until then, we've got Kevin to get around those humps. 
Yeah. And again, I, I (laughs) I still go back to Dylan saying, you know, you're, you're marrying the the house, you're dating the rate Mm -hmm. and most likely it will go down and, um, probably not too long in the distant, distant future. So it's just so crazy. I, I remember when COVID started, I had a a few conversations with Doug and, you know, Doug's been through this multiple times and I was feeling really stressed. We had contracts falling out and he just said, dude, this is going to take years to work through. And it did. It literally yeah. took like two years for the whole COVID up and down thing to went through. And it went, it worked out way differently than we thought. It just went off like a rocket. And when the market started to correct about a year and a half ago, Doug said the same thing. He's like, people think it's going to be six months, man. It's a couple not. years. It's going to be like two years, 2024. I remember sitting in 2022 and Doug saying 2024. And I was just like, you're an idiot. There's no way. There's no way he's it could take right that. You. So just know that goes through Dylan's brain. Yeah. No, I, I was just like, there's no way. That quite man. a bit, right? Sometimes I say the same thing about myself. Nobody's right. I mean, we sit. We got. Uh, you know, the market went up seven percent from January to now, which was really surprising. Now, at the end of the year, I think quarter four is going to be worse than what people thought. Right? We could. We could go down, you know, three, four, five percent. I wouldn't even be surprised, mm-hmm. right, if we see those kind of drops here with all of the uncertainty. And that's really what's causing this. I feel like a lot of people got used to the Ukraine war. They got used to all the weirdness with, you know, energy prices and everything. And then you throw in the craziness of what's going on in the Middle East, and that creates so much uncertainty that the market's shifting. And, th- and here's the big, big thing why. I just showed it to Doug. I don't know if you can see this on camera, but we almost have 15,000 listings on the market. It's like a thousand more than last week. Yes. And I think we had just, just under 11,000 like a few weeks ago. So our inventory has shot up dramatically 40% in the matter of just a few weeks. So all of a sudden buyer, there's less buyers. I mean, what's the data with mortgage applications? How low is that? Uh, mortgage applications have gone down quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And plus, you have good, inventory. Good stats. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good job, Kevin. Is 20%. Go hey, back to quick, Ireland. <laughs> real Dad, quick, coming. I want to give a shout out to uh, my mom. She's out of the hospital. Yes. She's doing well. Right on. So glad that you're uh, you're back home, Mom. So everybody have a great weekend. Doug, take it away. Yes, Nancy, we love you. Uh, glad you're getting better. Uh, Listen, big big weekend. Uh, you got the the D back start Monday night. You got the, the Cardinals tomorrow. Uh, lots to do in the Valley. You got the fair out in Phoenix. You got a bunch of stuff. It's the best time of the year. Golf courses are starting to open back up. This is why we live in Arizona, everybody. Love hooray, this place. Hooray. No better place to live. Everybody have a great day and happy investing. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.